Hello and welcome back to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times. My name is Peter Morden and I'm Senior Pastor and Team Leader at Cornerstone Baptist Church in Leeds. We have been moving through to Timothy and I have hugely enjoyed looking at these chapters from 2 Timothy. What we're going to do from today is just take a break of four or five podcast episodes to look at Psalm 25 especially. The reason that I'm doing this is just to give a little bit of variety, a bit of variation, but also and especially because I think this psalm speaks powerfully into the coronavirus COVID-19 times that we live in. As I speak, the government, the British government, has just said that we are moving to a place where no more than six can meet in a social gathering And also there are other restrictions that are being put in place. And my own city in Leeds is potentially heading for some form of a local lockdown because the number of infections are greater than the country as a whole. I think here in Leeds at the moment it is 60 infections from coronavirus for 100,000 people and that's higher than the rest of the country. So we're living in challenging times, and that challenge is becoming sharp again. And I do believe that this psalm gives us great hope for the present and the future, and it's why we're turning to it now. So I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to read verses 1 to 3 of Psalm 25. Lord, in these days we turn to you. Just thank you for the assurance that comes from knowing you as Saviour and Lord. We praise you for the gospel. We praise you for your presence by the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives and going before us. Help us today. Lead us forward in trust and hope, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. So Psalm 25, verses 1 to 3. In you, Lord my God, I put my trust. I trust in you. Do not let me be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. No one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame but shame will come on those who are treacherous without cause. Well, trust and hope. These are words for the moment. No one whose hope is in you, the psalmist says, will ever be put to shame. But is it true? We need to ask the question because sometimes we think it, and especially at a time like this. And we recognise, I hope, in our heads and hopefully in our hearts that it is true. 
He is the Lord's. See the Lord written in our Bibles in capital letters, and that indicates that the word behind it is a word that is sometimes rendered as Yahweh. It's the covenant name for God. He is the covenant-keeping God who enters into saving relationship with his people. We focus on Christ as we think about this, for he is the one who inaugurates the new covenant. In Jesus, God is the promise-keeping, miracle-working God. He is to be trusted. But again, that question just pokes through. Is it really true? Is it true for these times? Can I really trust in God? Can I really put my faith in Jesus? Can I really hope in him. Let's reflect for a moment on the story of God's Old Testament people, which is the immediate context of Psalm 25. The promise of Messiah comes in Genesis 3.15. We've read about that in a previous reflection. And to Abraham in Genesis 12 and in other places, the promise comes that Messiah, that Christ will come through his line and will be a blessing to all the nations. It's God's wonderful, glorious promise. But is it a promise kept? It seems that it's going to be impossible. Abraham and Sarah, they're old and childless, and yet God works. We move on through the time of the judges, and it seems that the faithlessness of God's people are going to wreck God's plans and mean that his promise falls to the ground. But God still makes a way. And he continues to do so through times of errant kings, the division of the Old Testament kingdom of Israel, the time of exile. Everything seems to be conspiring to throw God's plan off track and to make his promise fail. But at each point, our sovereign and gracious God finds a way to keep things going And his promise is kept. Jesus comes. He lives. He dies. He rises again. He ascends into heaven. He is living and reigning at the right hand of the Father. And he is coming again one day. We see how God keeps his promise in page after page after page of the Old Testament. And so we can trust God that he will keep his promises to us. We can put our hope in him. What does this mean for us in the present day? Does it mean in these coronavirus times we won't won't get sick? Does it mean that our loved ones definitely won't get sick? Does it mean that we won't lose our jobs? Does it mean that we won't have the terrible task of having to lay people off? Does it mean that we won't get into financial difficulties? Maybe you're facing one or more than one of these things. And God will sometimes deliver us from this and will spare us, but not necessarily. We may have to go through those things And he gives us the strength to endure in them and through them. But ultimately the promise is that he will see us through. 
Jesus was raised from the dead and we will be too. We will take our place in the new heavens and the new earth. Coronavirus or something worse may befall us, but nothing can stop the promises of God being fulfilled. I've used this image before, but I I want to bring it back today. When I feel afraid, and those fears are, are real and tangible, I imagine them uh, written down on this big piece of paper and scrunched up tightly in a ball. And they're real and there's no getting away from the struggles that we face. But then I imagine the stone that rolled away from the entrance of Jesus' tomb coming down on top of those fears and just smashing them, dwarfing them. The resurrection hope is so strong, so powerful, so wonderful that whatever we're afraid of, whatever we struggle with, the resurrection crushes those things and gives us great hope. May we put our trust in our God today. He is trustworthy. He is faithful, even in these times. The message of Psalm 25 is the message of the Bible. He will not let us down. Let's pray together. Lord, as we face these deep struggles in the times that we live in, perhaps in the city that we live in, perhaps in our families, perhaps in our businesses, Wherever it may be, whatever it may be, we want to renew our trust in you today and put our hope in you, our Saviour and our God. So very simply, we lift ourselves to you today and say, Lord, I trust you, I hope in you. It's difficult But I believe from your word, by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you are a promise-keeping God and that ultimately the God who is the resurrection and the life will not let me down. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.